Hello, everybody. Welcome to Weekly Trash, the safe place to cleanse your mind, body, and soul of all that trash you consume this week so you can consume some more tomorrow. I'm your host, Josie Van Dyke, and I want to introduce everybody to Ashley Haslip, everyone. Hello, hello. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? We've had a a fun little day so far. We've had the best day. (laughs) We went and got our nails done. Matchy, matchy. I copied you. But my hands look like the little daughter hands of yours. Yeah, you didn't get like the acrylic long fingernails, the nose picker nails. That's what I call them. Yeah. And I also, I also added a little heart. Had to make it a little, you know, extra. But we got our nails done. And then you got a hydrofacial yes. at True Med Spa. How was that? Amazing. Like one it? of the best things. Yes. Isn't it like life changing? I'm like, why have I not done this sooner? Right? Because not only is it good for your skin, but it's like relaxing. Yeah, I like literally almost fell asleep. Yeah. I may have fallen asleep actually like once or twice. I'm like, am I snoring? Well, you deserved it. You deserved a nice little break, a nice little relaxation. And we're going to sushi after this, which I'm so excited. thrilled. Have you been to Tsunami? Yes. Okay. Not super often, but yes. Okay. Well, I'm pumped to just order every roll on the menu and just go ham. So that's going to be our reward for yeah. this podcast. No, I'm stoked. But for those who don't know you, you won the giveaway. We did a giveaway about seven weeks ago for someone to come on the podcast and share their life story and talk talk pop culture trash and all the trash that we have in our lives. And you were the winner. Were you surprised? Um, yes. I've never won a single thing in my life. <laughs> really? It, well, and it's, I told you it was so random. Like I put it in God's hands. I said, okay, whoever wins this, hopefully their life's interesting. And boy, is your life interesting. It's so funny because at the nail salon, I was kind of asking you who you are, little snippets about yourself. So I kind of had an idea of where to take the interview part. And you have had quite the life. Um, I've lived in many lives. Yeah. I mean, especially these last couple of years. So you're kind of perfect for this. (laughs) And your story also kind of goes with some past guests that I've had where they get pregnant, three months into relationships and all of that. So this is going to be a really good one. I think people are going to be very (laughs) surprised. Um, So let's start from the beginning, Ashley. Where are you from? I am from West Jordan, Utah. So not too far from here. Born and raised, graduated from West Jordan High School. I guess West Jordan through and through. (laughs) Did you play any sports? Were you part of any clubs? Yeah, so I played soccer all growing up. I played. You did. I did. Wait, I didn't know this. <laughs> okay. So I wasn't like great, but I did. And Who'd I played you play for, for West Jordan. And what then about I played club? club. Um, USA. I was and then say I'm trying to remember USA. my indoor because I played indoor as well. And I can't remember that one. It's been so long. Did you want to play college? No. No. No, I didn't do my senior year at all. I was kind of like burnt out. Over it? Yeah, because I mean, I played year round. Yeah. No, soccer is all year long when you do indoor and futsal. Did you ever do futsal? Mm -mm. Futsal is like soccer, but the ball's smaller and heavier. Oh, no. So we'd always train for that to like get our leg strength back. But anyways, we're soccer girlies. (laughs) Love it. Great. So after high school, did you go to college? I did. I went to Utah State for... I could say two years, but really just one year. So I went on a scholarship and first time away from home, not having parents tell me what to do. And I guess, mind you, like, so through high school, I was very like, I'll do whatever to like make my parents happy. Like I was like, did you grow up religious? Yes. So I grew up Mormon, was a perfect little Mormon girl. 
I hadn't even kissed a boy. Like I had just done everything like I thought my parents wanted me to do. Yeah. And so um was like a 4.0 student. I mean, I didn't graduate. I think I graduated with like a 3.98, but close enough. That's a lot better <laughs> than my 1.9. <laughs> so, so high school, I was very much like just school, school, school. Yeah. So then I go to college without my parents' really influence. And I was like, party, like, let's have let's all the fun. Crazy. Um, and not even really like parties and like drinking or anything. It was just more like, let's go to all fun things. Let's like stay up and watch not focus movies, on school. not go to school. So um, after my first year, I, I lost <laughs> my scholarship. Isn't that a bummer? <laughs> so um, my second year, I went for the first semester um, and paid for school. And then I ran out of money, tried to work, still didn't have any money. So I moved home and then just got a job and kind of just never went back, just kept working. When you got your job, when you moved back, was it the same thing you're doing now? No. So I was uh, just like a bank teller, like a okay. credit union. I was a bank teller at a credit union <laughs> too. Are we the same person? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you're an accountant now, right? Yes. Uh, yes. That, that's like the easiest way to explain okay. it is so, in finance, like accounting. So I'm not like an accountant. Like I'm not a CPA. Like I don't do people's taxes or anything. Could you though? Never. If I sent you my papers. Never. I like that is like, I don't even do my own taxes. Like that is like the. It looks awful. So intimidating. I hate it. And so, um, so yeah, so accounting and just got there through just working, like consistently working, just working my way up. Um, yeah. So you're a business girly. (laughs) You are a business girly. (laughs) So, um, how soon did you meet your first husband? That's right. You heard it first. First husband, I, like I said, at the nail salon, I've learned so much about you already, but you got married in 2016, right? Yes. Okay. So how did you guys meet? Yep. So I met him um, 2015, like the fall of 2015. Okay. Um, We met like online. I feel like where everyone's meeting now. Yep. Tinder, right? And I think it was, I can't remember which one it was, but I think it was. I feel like back then Tinder was in its prime. That or it might have been like OkCupid, one of those like weird oh, sites. Yeah, that's definitely not cool Is okay anymore. Is OkCupid still a thing? I don't think so. Okay, maybe we should we should make our own <laughs> dating website called like Trash Trash Dating, <laughs> and it's just like you don't expect much, but you just hope for the best. You know, <laughs> I think mean, that's kind of what I did. That's basically what they all are. Okay, um, and so we met, and he was ten years older than I was. Oh so wow, I was at the time. 22. So yeah, 22. You're kind of like a baby. Uh, definitely a baby. And he's 32 years old. Yes. And okay. he had already been married before for eight years. He had this like whole, like he lived a life before me and I'm just like yeah. trying to figure out who I am. And so. um, You were very impressionable, I bet. <laughs> which is why he wanted you. <laughs> and so um, we, so we started dating in the fall, literally got married, uh, not married, engaged like two months later. No way. What was going on in my head? I don't know. And why my parents didn't like. Yeah. Were your parents on board? Like, did they like him? Yeah, they liked him. Like, I mean, he was very, very likable. Like, very, like, charming, Charming. nice, quiet, put together, like, secure. So, like, what, like, a parent would want. Yeah. Like, or appeared to be that way. Were you still religious at this point? No. Okay. No. And so, um, so we got engaged in, like, December and then got married the next July. Oh, yeah, so that um, so was quick. Super quick, like literally less than a year. And what was that first year of marriage like? Um, It was, honestly, I feel like I blocked it out. <laughs> um, a lot of trauma there. <laughs> just, um, 
I mean, I think it was pretty easy. Honestly, he was a very easy person to get along with, kind of just went along with whatever. I did my thing. He did his thing. Um, I would say the first couple of years of our marriage, like I was one way too young to be married. Yeah. And I did not prioritize I or I didn't even realize like how to prioritize like a relationship. Like that was what my first like big real relationship and it was a marriage. Yeah. A marriage to a guy who had already been, <laughs> been married. married. 10 years older. Yeah. <laughs> So you told me at the nail salon that you ended up getting a divorce. Yes. And it was kind of crazy. You didn't know that he kind of had a whole other life. Yeah. While you were married. Yeah. So um, so kind of like, as I said, he was very easygoing, very likable, like very charming. Like everybody loved him. Yeah. And I was kind of like the wild hair in our relationship where gotcha. they're like, okay, like what's Ashley going to do? Like, what is she doing? Yeah. Um, And so, so everything was like... I didn't really have anything to compare it to. Yeah. But at the time, I thought everything was fine. Like, we were friendly. We never, like, we hardly ever fought. We got along. We would travel, just kind of, like, lived our life. But also, like, very separately, we, he had his career, and he had, like, a very, like, prestigious career. He was, like, a vice president at, like, uh, an investment bank. and So he was, like, a very successful yes. guy. And, and you're still 22 figuring out <laughs> yes. what you want to do. Exactly. And so... um. So then, yeah, I mean, that's kind of just like how our, it was our whole like relationship was. And you were married for three years. Yes. So we got married in 2016 and we separated the fall of 2019. And we had gone on a trip with my family and he was kind of like very weird on that trip. Like he, like I'd like go to hold his hand. He didn't want to hold hands. He never wanted like any public display of affection. Ever? Ever. Okay. Like even like hugging like was weird to him. And so... Um, but I guess kind of to back it up, um, that summer, um, he had, I had been, um, I had applied for a job at the same company that he worked for and he, um, I was like on my Instagram and this was like when you could still see like who you're, who you followed, like what they liked. Yeah, it was chronological and you could see everything. Well, no, but you could even see like in your activity, like what people liked. Oh yeah. So this, yeah. And so, um. I saw that he liked this picture. They don't do that. Maybe they should still do that. I don't know. I mean, I have nothing to hide. (laughs) And so he um, had liked this photo of like this young girl who's like in a sports bra and like these like little shorts. And I was like, that's weird. I was like, who is this? And so I like took a picture and I said, who is this? He's like, oh, like she works for me. And I was like, "Mm, probably shouldn't be liking people's photos like that, period. Also someone that doesn't work that works yeah. for you. Like, you don't know how that could be interpreted. Maybe and, don't even follow her. Yeah. And so he, like, really had pushed back on that. And that kind of started to, like, raise red flags to me. I'm like, okay, why are you pushing back? Like, I'm your wife. I'm telling you I'm uncomfortable with this. You should say, okay. Yeah. Like, shut it down. And it's not something crazy to to be mad about. Like, I don't want my husband liking pictures of girls ever. Yeah. Not e- Like, don't even like my sister's picture. <laughs> I <I'm laughs> Like... I'm the only woman you follow on Instagram from now on. Sorry. And so I, yeah, so I kind of was just like, okay, that's weird. But he kind of like had flipped it that like, oh, like you're getting just really insecure. Like kind of like, oh, you're crazy. Gaslighting you. Like I literally had convinced. So through these couple of months from when that happened and then when we had separated, I had like convinced myself I was crazy. I was nuts. Like I was going to therapy. I was like, I need to get on medication. And like my therapist like, were like, I'm a no, jealous like, freak. No, these are valid feelings. Yeah. And so... um, Did your family know? No. So I kept everything 
Um, so we did have a couple like close friends that were like his friends, like when we had met. Okay. Um, and you kind of adopted them as your friends too. Yes. And one of them was kind of like a mother, like mentor for him. And he had confided in her, like what was happening. And, um, cause he also kind of just like went off the rails and was just like, you know, like threatening, like suicide, like things like that. Really? And I was just like, I have no idea what's going on in my yeah. life right now. And so, um, so finally, I was just like, I don't, like, what's going on? Yeah. He's like, I can't talk about it, like, but I think we should separate. Oh, And okay. so I was like, at this time, I was just like, no, like, no, that's not what you do. Like, something. Work it out. Like, this is our first really hard thing in our marriage, and we're not just going to, like, say bye. No, we're going to fight for it. And so, um, so finally, um, he came home one day from work, and he, like, sat me down, and he was just like... Um, like, I just need to be honest with you. And he's like, I've stepped out on our marriage. And I was like, what? Like, that was not oh, even like a thought in like my brain. Stabbed the heart. And he was like, um, he's like, yeah, he's like, I thought you knew. He's like, the first time it happened, like, you, ha- like, you saw her picture on my phone, which then it like rang back to literally our first year of marriage. And I saw like a screenshot of like, someone's like, um, like some girl's like dating profile. And he was like, oh, that was like, my friend sent that to me. And I just was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you just believe him. And so he's wow. like, I thought I was like caught then. So like he had been doing this from literally like when Sleeping we- Sleeping with other women. women. From when we started, like when we got married. Wow. And so I, that was kind of, I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. And so like I took my, my stuff and my dogs and went to my parents and I still was not like fully ready to like let go yeah. of my marriage. Yeah. Like I was like, no, like we could work on it. Like let's go to therapy like, we can work on this. And so he still was, like, very – he s- would say – Like, he, he was indecisive. Work- yeah, he would say he wanted to work on it, but then would not show me anything. And then um, – so that was probably, like, October, middle of November. Um, he gives me a call and was just like, we're fucked. And I was like, what? Oh. And he was just, like, in sheer panic. And I was like, what's going on? Yeah. And he's like – well, you don't know, like I, um, like I lied like on our taxes, like in 2017 No way. and I didn't claim income and like we got audited and the IRS is coming after us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that was kind of just like, I was just like done. Like yeah. I had just like, well, kind you're of, like, so young. Like at this point I was you were 20, 27. You're I was 27. Oh, I was 26. Yeah, turning yeah. 27 at that so, like, time. like, when you met him and got married, like, I was you almost kind of expect him to, like, show you the ropes when it yeah. comes to that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? I mean, I expect my husband to figure out the taxes. I'm not over here looking at the stuff. <laughs> so that would be like, are you serious? Like, no, 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 no. I don't, I'm not involved in this. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And so, and it was, and he, like, had intentionally done that. Like, like, don't say was, we're fucked. Say you're fucked. Yeah. I, keep me out. But when you're married. But when you're married and you're filing jointly. Yeah. Like, I'm also attached to that. And it wasn't just a couple of tiny thousand dollars. It was a lot. Wow. And I was like, why did you think? He's like, oh, I thought we were just like a small fish in the sea. Like, no one would notice. And I was like. No, that's. They notice them. Are you, they notice everyone. I Like. And so that was like just another thing where I'm like, I don't think that this trust can ever like be because yeah. like, I'm like, who are you? Yeah, you don't sound like a really good guy. Like you like have this whole other life when you're not with me, but you're also like, you know, forging taxes. Yeah, like, you're fucking around. You're forging taxes. What else are you doing? 
And so, and that's kind of like where it came. And so I was just like, um, I still, for whatever reason, not for whatever reason, because like- You loved him. I did. And I truly like felt like that was the best I was going to have, I was going to get at that time. Like I was like someone, like he knows all like the shit in my life and he knows like every piece of me and he's still has accepted me and chosen me. Not really because, yeah. but at the time that's what I felt. And so um, we had stayed separated. So from like October to um, February. So now it's like quarantine. So like February 2020. Okay. And then I was just like, I, I can't do this anymore. And so I had like filed um, for divorce. And he pretty much was just like, okay. have whatever you want. Like, I'm not going to fight you on anything. Whatever happened with the IRS. Oh, he's paying for it, but okay. I still couldn't get my name off of it. Gotcha. So in the divorce, it's assigned to him, but the IRS doesn't care if he stops paying for it. Okay. Like I have to stop. Oh, <laughs> they don't care that it's in our divorce papers. That's lovely. So, um, yeah. It's, so he was he was like, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, he didn't fight me on anything. So I said, okay, well, you're taking all of this, and this is what I took. Which really, the only thing I took was like the dogs. The dogs. So he, so we have two German shepherds. They were his before. Um, and I was just like, I'm going to take them. Like I have family and support system here. He wasn't from here. He didn't really have any family yeah. or anyone. And so I'm taking them pretty much like peace. And he was successful. Did you get, did you split money? Did you split finances or so, was he screwed because the IRS? So we didn't split like any of that. So I, you could say I got like alimony if okay. you per se a couple hundred dollars a month oh but that okay. was to like help with the dogs because gotcha. they like get like allergy shots and everything so that was to like help with that gotcha so and, really you just got a lot of baggage yeah yeah okay <laughs> so after the divorce do you move back in with your parents so i lived with my parents from so while we were separated until i think i moved out in april and then i got my own apartment and so pretty much quarantine 2020 I was like by myself but I also think it was like a really good time because it forced me to be with myself and figure out who I was what I wanted and to like really reflect on like that past relationship and be like no this is not what I want yeah and so um so yeah so then we um we were pretty like cordial if you want to say like I would let him come see the dog sometimes um he still denied anything with that girl that worked for him um and then um I so that was so through the summer I kind of just did like my own thing yeah um I had got on like some like dating apps to like meet people not really looking for a relationship just like some companionship yeah like a friendship just so you're not alone yeah so I'm not alone but you can like have something to do someone who didn't know all like the shit that just like happened in my life yeah that I could just be me and like just they could get to know Yeah, and me. you can share it when you want to share it. And so I had gone like a couple dates, but still it was all just like very like friendly. And then um, uh, end of August or September, September, um, I had got on Hinge and um, had this, this guy had like messaged me and um, I guess I should back up that I went on a date with a guy that was 6'4 and then I was like, wow. Wait, I want to date. I like tall, tall guys. guys. Six <laughs> so four, I, big hands. You know so what I mean. Very vain and looking specifically. I'm like, For a tall oh, guy. how tall, how are, tall you? are you? Five six. Five six. Me. Me too. Um, and so I had like matched with this guy, 
who um honestly I don't even remember like what his bio you just look at the height and like, yeah and so it's like this guy like picking up yeah, like a dog like, like the photos height, were just kind of like eh, but I was like I think he really is because I'm like he was sitting on the ground like and like hiking or outside um and you could tell like he had really long legs and That's so, so funny. <laughs> so he priorities so we, so we didn't match and he messaged me and it turns out that that was jeff your husband now my husband now and um and we had just been talking for a couple of weeks um he also had um recently been divorced um i thought was another thing that i had a hard time with like getting back into the dating game like you wanted somebody who understood you yeah and i was through. still so young i mean i was 27 at this time yeah and a lot of guys like were still just like messing around yeah they want the young 21 year olds to just like fucking dope <laughs> and I was like well I just got out of like a marriage like I had gone on a couple dates with this one guy and he was 34 and he'd never been in a relationship longer than four months like, and I was no. like I just got out of a marriage I need so, mature, like, experienced yeah and so um so he had recently been divorced um the like ending of our, our divorces were like pretty similar in how it was so um he was like hey like we should go to dinner and like texting wise, we got along like really well, like, like very like funny. It was never like weird. It was just like very like easy. And so um, we met up for dinner and I was still just thinking like this is going to be like a friend, like we're going to yeah. be really good friends. Like through his photos, I wasn't very attracted to him. And so um, so he got to the restaurant before me. And then when I got there, I just texted him because I didn't know if he was there. I was yeah. like, hey, I'm here. He's like, oh, cool. I'll come out and get you. So he comes out and gets me. And I was like, oh, fuck. You're, like, you're hot <laughs> as hell. I was like, your photos did not do justice. I don't know who chose you're those. Like, Let me spray some extra deodorant <laughs> and mouth spray really quick. I was like, okay. And he's also tall. I mean, yeah, he's, he's very tall. He's 6'4". So. Yeah. He's your type. Um, your new type. And so I was just like, okay like and then it was like so easy like when we went to dinner like so we went to sushi for our first date so instantly i was like okay. instantly he's a win um did you know actually me and my husband our first date was sushi too where um it was in provo kyoto oh, okay. it doesn't exist anymore that's when you know you're old, old. <laughs> when a restaurant doesn't exist anymore and i'm not even old but like that was like eight years ago than I am. like but like eight years ago it existed and now it doesn't yeah so and if anybody went to kyoto in provo next to wilson diamonds it was a good one. It was a good place. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then we just, I think we were there for like two and a half hours and just talked. And it was so just like easy. Like he's funny and goofy. And honestly, he does not care what anybody like thinks. Like he is just him. So attractive. does his thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love this. So um, the restaurant was closing. So we were getting ready to go. And like we go to pay. And I like, once again, went into this thinking we were going to be friends. So I was like, oh, I'll pay for my half. Yeah. And he was like, well, you can only pay for your half if you don't want to see me again. We love this man. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you can pay. Yeah. Chivalry <laughs> is not dead. Um, So we go out and like we're saying goodbye. And I wanted to kiss him so badly. And yeah. I remember I like literally just looked at him because I was like, hey, I'm not, I'm not, not going to play these the games. Move, but, but I'm also it. not going to play games anymore. Like if I'm interested in yeah. you, I am like, okay, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. And so... um. So I was just like, I just really want to kiss you right now. He's like, no, not yet. Like, I, I, I we should take this slow. I and know. I was like, oh, man. okay, I guess. <laughs> and so then um, we, so then I went on a trip to the Arch, like Arches National National Park with a couple of my friends. And we pretty much texted the whole time. Then when I got back, he came over, met my dogs. We finally kissed. And pretty and how much. How was it? 
Oh, it was great. It was the best kiss ever. <laughs> but I'm like, why did you make me wait? Yeah. But honestly, that makes it better. You know, you need a little tension. You need to build up. I get it. I get it. I've never done it, but I get it. I get it. Um, And pretty much we were just kind of been inseparable since. So then three months into the relationship, where... Because you guys, you told me at the same now salon that you guys were talking about moving in together. Yeah. So I'm assuming you said, I love you. I'm assuming you were at that point. Yes. Yep. So we had said, I love you already. Um. Yeah. He had, we had, he, he was planning to move in with me because um, he lived in a house with a bunch of roommates and like the portion that he was paying was pretty much now just the storage unit because he was at my house all the yeah. time. And so like, what's the point? So we were like, okay, well, why don't you move in? We can both be saving some money. Yeah and be living together and so i still think about that and i'm like that's still so early but yeah but it, was <laughs> it, a good is thing. it is it was a good thing because you find out you're freaking pregnant. pregnant yeah so the day after my birthday so my 28th birthday um your 20th birthday 28th i was like wait we're we're confused now okay 28th birthday um i honestly don't even know why i thought about taking a pregnancy test like we had gone to brunch with some of my friends and then on the way home, like, I was just feeling kind of funny. And so I was like, we should stop at the grocery store real fast. So we stopped at Target, got some pregnancy tests, um, like, went home and took the pregnancy test. And immediately yeah. it was positive. And I was like, <gasps> was he with you when you saw the, like, positive? No. Okay. So um, so he was, like, out in the kitchen. And I come out and just, like, show it to him. And I was just, like, a deer in the headlights. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what are we going to do? And he was like, this is so great. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm yeah. so excited. And I he was, was like, he's how much older than you? Six years. So he's like 33. Yeah. He's like, I'm ready to be a dad. Yeah. And it was something due to like his health conditions, which I think we'll get to that. Yeah. But um, he didn't think was ever going to be possible. Yeah. And so complete shock. He was like, when we got together, he's like, I don't think I'll ever be able to have kids. And I was like, that's OK. We can figure out something else. Yeah. <laughs> we can get all dogs. <laughs> and so um, and I was just kind of like. I, what are we going to do? Yeah. Like acting like I'm 16 and pregnant. Like, how are we going to tell <laughs> our tell parents? Mom? Like, how are, how, like, how are people going to take the news? Like, and he's like, Ashley, you're 28. I'm 33. This is going to be okay. Yeah. Um. So then literally we get that news and he has to go to work. Like, okay, and he leaves his phone at home. So now I'm sitting with just sit all, all these thoughts. <laughs> like, Who was the first person you told? I think, it was, him. I think it was my best friend, Lauren. Okay. Shout out I'm, Lauren. And she was like, seriously, like, so like ecstatic well yeah because you're 28 like, like you're in your prime years to be a mom yeah and all my friends were moms yeah and so um so yeah it kind of was just like this huge whirlwind and we were just like okay we're doing this and when you found out was it like we're gonna get married right away no so um so we had talked about like because he originally was like i don't ever want to get married again okay and i did like that like being married is still like a like a huge like priority it's a commitment me. like it makes yeah. it more permanent when you're dating it's a lot easier to like get up and leave for sure when things are hard when you're married it's uh, there's legal things that have to happen yeah. for you to get yeah up and leave. yeah it's, it's just not it's not as easy and so um i was like okay so this is before i found out i was pregnant i was like if you don't ever want to get married then i like we shouldn't continue this because that is something i want and i'm yeah. not compromising on yeah. that and then a couple weeks went by and he's like no like i am open to it and so um so we had talked about getting married like one day, but also you were only three months. In. Yeah. And so even after we found out that we were pregnant, he was just like, I want our relationship to be separate 
or must becoming like a mom and a dad. Like I don't want the reason we get married is just because we like got right. pregnant. And so um, I was totally good with that. And um, yeah, we used to go through pregnancy. And, and then Ziggy comes. <laughs> and then Ziggy, Ziggy comes. Yes. And how soon after she was born did he propose or you proposed? How did marriage become talked about? Yeah. So I knew he had a ring bef- like when I was still pregnant. I knew okay. that he because he had sent me like ideas and I was like, oh, my God, Jeff. No, not not those. <laughs> like, no, it was like I don't rings my mom would wear. The heart-shaped <laughs> diamond. Sorry if you have a heart-shaped diamond, but that shit's ugly. Um, but yeah, and I was like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, these are like, let me what let I me like. send you some inspo. And so, um, and his mom had come for um his sister-in-law's baby shower, um, and I think it was like May, and she was she had a package. That she like gave to him in secret and then like he hid it. So I was like, is this a drug deal between your mom and you? (laughs) And I don't even remember how it came about, but he told me that he did have a ring, but he was waiting to propose. The right time. And so, um, so after Ziggy, so I knew he had a ring. I knew eventually we were going to get engaged. Um, so Ziggy was born in August. We didn't get engaged until April. Okay. And at that point, it was driving me crazy because I was I like, bet. it had been almost a year since he had the ring. So I'm like, and what's the hold up, bro? It. And also, like, you like, want to know what it looks like. <laughs> and so I'm like, hello. Yeah. Like, come on. Any day now. Um, and Did you so- change your mind? <laughs> what's going <laughs> well, on? I know that. Well, that's what I started to think. I was like, is yeah. this not going to happen? Like, what's going um, on? So, um, so yeah, we got ma- um, engaged in April and then married in july which i guess i should backtrack and say we i knew we were getting married in july even before we were engaged because okay. he wanted um to get married like in the summer up at his parents property in montana it's it was it looked beautiful oh, it was so beautiful it looked you looked beautiful he looked beautiful ziggy looked beautiful oh thank you it was so pretty looking uh, it, it, it turned out so good and so um so i knew we were going to get engaged yeah but i was like okay like time's ticking. Are yeah. you gonna like propose at the altar? So like we had been planning a wedding before we were gotcha. actually like even engaged. Gotcha. So let's talk a little bit about his health issues because that was the comment that you left on the pick to get on to get picked for the giveaway. And your comment was talking about he has kidney failure and how you have been feeling so alone, which ironically enough, other women commented saying that they had kidney failure or their husbands also had kidney failure, which probably felt good to feel like you weren't alone yeah. in that sense because it's probably really hard. And so your husband's kidney failure, was that something that he's had his whole life? Um, so I guess technically the kidney failure, no, but issues with his kidney, yes. So before he was born, they could see like on the ultrasound that there was something going on with his kidneys. Um, and they just weren't sure like what exactly the technology wasn't around. And so when he was born, um, he like immediately had gone into surgery. So he was born with what's called like posterior, posterior ureter valves, um, and so essentially, like, the flow – see, and I'm probably going to butcher it's this. It's okay. Have you listened to like, me talk sometimes? I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, um, essentially, like, his ureters were did not develop correctly. And so they took one of them and made, like, a Y valve. So it's going – so normally it would go down and then out, like, your – urethra and you yeah, go yeah. to the bathroom it's normal um but he had reflux with that as well and so it was backing up into his kidneys and essentially like 
drowning them. Yeah, filling and them up. And so he was constantly, like, as a kid, like, he had, um, like, catheters. He was oh. in the hospital. He had, like, you know, kidney infections, bladder infections, like, constantly. Um, so he was, like, very sick, yeah. like, all growing up. Like, it was not, like, a new thing. And so um, I think he was 21. I really should have looked up the timeline. It's fine. We'll say 21. <laughs> um, around then um that he was um he was uh going into kidney failure and so um he as like i told you when we're getting nails he just was kind of just like fuck the world fuck everything which i mean i can't imagine like being that young and then pretty much being told at the time like that you are dying yeah unless you get a kidney transplant yeah and then you could reject it and so he kind of just went and did his thing and went off what I say is the rails, but I think a lot of people do that. But I was still, like I said, I was very, very like Molly Mormon growing yeah. up. So this was like all new to me. Yeah. And so um, then he went on dialysis. He was on dialysis for four years and then got a kidney transplant. Um, it was a deceased donor. Um, and um, the so there's a ton of like markings and like tests you do to like make sure you're a match it's not just like your blood type and um it honestly like now talking with doctors and more more doctors it wasn't that great like he he shouldn't have got that kidney but they were so desperate that like if he didn't get this like he was gonna die yeah um so he gets this kidney and um like had like a really hard time like so it's called like sleepy kidney like where like you it like is work transplanted yeah but not really working like it's sleepy like you're not getting the full effects and so he um was on a ton of medication a ton of steroids and um because of that um he went into also now i'm not gonna i can't think of the word Mm, something necrosis where essentially like his bones and everything were like breaking so he was like in a um he was in a wheelchair like he like he couldn't like walk anything. or anything and he's um, very fragile. Yeah. And so, um, he was able to pretty much save his like walking ability through getting stem cells. So he okay. got stem cells, um, and then had to learn how to like walk again. Wow. Um, and so he had his kidney for about two years. And at this point he and his ex-wife, so he was also previously married, moved to Florida um, to de- like around Destin area. So pretty remote area, yeah. not big city. But um, beautiful. Yeah, it's stunning. Um, and he had started rejecting. And the surrounding hospitals and doctors just really weren't like equipped with um, like education, technology, like medication in general. Yeah. To, um, to, to save it, to really save it. Well, th- so they did, but also not. Um, and he went to the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, um, and was there for a while and ultimately ended up rejecting his kidney and had to go back on dialysis Dialysis. and he's still on and he's still on dialysis. So now it's been, we just, he just barely hit the four year mark again. And if you are on like a transplant list, it's typically a four year wait for a deceased donor. Yeah. Ideally we would want a living donor because your chances of rejecting it are lower and you said he won't let you 
to test for it. Yeah, he won't let me test for it, even though we're the same blood type. That's kind of funny because when we were dating, um, we were talking about that and I was like, oh, I'm A positive. And he's like, oh, me too. And I was like, so you're coming for my kidneys. <laughs> yeah, you just want me for my kidneys. <laughs> um, but he doesn't want he doesn't he want doesn't you to do it know. because he's scared or I think he's scared. He knows now that he's gone through it, the toll it takes yeah. emotionally and physically. Um, yeah, the donor, it's a very hard recovery. Yeah. And so like you're losing something your body like really needs. Yeah. And it's a major surgery. Yeah. And so he will allow me like if things get like to the point of like he's desperate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so right now he's has this awesome dialysis machine that keeps him alive. And um he's currently not on or active on the list. Um because of like all of his health things and it's things he's gone through his whole life and his previous kidney um that he rejected. There's just a lot of like doctor's appointments and a lot of surgeries and things that he needs to get cleared before he can be active on the list again. Wow, okay. So I feel like every year we're like the end of this year, but really like we're at the end of the tunnel he's getting the last of like his dental work because you have to have like everything cleared you you can have any like cavities like no everything has to be clean because if you get a an infection like when you're on your anti-rejections like that could take you out you could die and so yeah just because you have no immune system with those the anti-rejection meds like make it so you have like no immune system essentially especially at the beginning because you're on such high doses yeah um and so hopefully (laughs) crossing my fingers in the next couple of months that we he'll be active on a list and um the like really positive thing about that is that he all the years that he's been on dialysis will count towards essentially being on the list so it'll it will be like he's been on the list for four years okay well i will be praying that you guys get it get it quick and that (laughs) it's a healthy good kidney but that's really hard to be like going through and every day like seeing him on this machine and knowing that that's what keeps him alive yeah um i mean i won't say it's not hard i would say one of the not good things but i guess the blessings with this is i don't know anything different with him this is how it's been our whole relationship so i don't know what jeff is like with a kidney yeah not having to go to dialysis he goes four days a week i'm sorry three days a week for four and a half hours wow that is so um but no it is it's what does it do on his body completely like wipes him out yeah like he comes home and he's just like a zombie he's in pain he's because like dial like your kidneys i didn't know until really like getting with him of like all the functions within your body that it like regulates it's not just like all it's like all the toxins like your fluid like it's so many things that it i didn't realize it's not just like pee yeah because that's what yeah, i thought no, it was i'm same. like oh you just pee it's just yeah it's fine you just don't pee it's not a big deal <laughs> No, it's a big deal. So um, so because everything he puts in his body doesn't get flushed out until he goes to dialysis. It just sits there and the toxins build up. So then it suddenly is, su- yeah. is gone and it's just a, like just such drastic Shock changes. factor to your body mm-hmm. for sure. Well, that is that is pretty pretty hard on the body. I cannot imagine. But sounds like we're, you're almost to a good spot and he'll be able to get a kidney. So I'm... Yeah. Sending all the vibes, prayers, all the things. Um, what advice, I want to ask you this, what advice would you have for somebody who is going through a divorce right now and feels like they'll never find love again? Um, I don't know if it's advice more than saying, like, you will. Like, um, I would say the advice would be 
like learn to get to know yourself and to love yourself because that's truly something that somebody can't fill like temporarily but still even if you're not happy with yourself like you're not going to be happy with your marriage yeah totally I agree I love that well thank you Ashley for sharing your life story before we take out trash (laughs) are you ready for trash yes okay what's your personal trash of this week um so after like what two years two and a half years I'm finally going back to therapy (laughs) We love therapy. So. Yay for therapy. <laughs> um, so that was like a big thing this week is to finally, even though like I kept saying like I need to. Is it to. a new therapist? Yes. Okay. So also like nervous because I feel like I keep on saying everything's like a first date, but it kind of is. Like yeah. every time you meet somebody. And yeah, like, it is. And like. Got to vibe it out. The first therapy session. Sh- session. Session. Yeah. Session. You're telling them like just. Everything. Word yeah, no, for sure. And you're like, okay, so like, do you like me? Yeah, it's almost like, do I stop now? Like, at what point do you tell me that's enough? I can keep going. And so, um, I'm super happy. Again, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Good, I love that. Any anything else that you need to take out? Um, other than oh, so my daughter has been um going through some medical things as well not not okay. near anything kidney related okay um but basically like when she like eats and stuff she like throws up and, and how old is she she's, she's a year and a half yeah so that's and not really normal no and it's like multiple times a week oh my god and so um we finally got her like into a gi doctor and she went in for a ct scan this week and she was seriously like so brave and oh, it <laughs> so is so sad to watch her. them do that it is like like, it's scary as an adult. Imagine, like, a little... T- yeah, I can't imagine. What a brave little girl. And so um, I just am, like, surrounded by, like, freaking strong warrior people. And I'm like... Yeah, did they find I anything? <laughs> hey, we all have our strong suits. Did did they find anything? So not on the CT scan, which is good, because that means nothing structurally is wrong. And so the next step is we're going to do, like an endos- like, an upper endoscopy to see kind of what's going on. She might have... Um, because she did have reflux when she was little, so it could be like more like acid reflux now. Yeah. Um. Something might be like she might have like a narrow esophagus, so they're gonna do an upper like endoscopy and kind of figure that out. Gotcha. Well, hopefully it gets figured out. Stop throwing up. She can eat <laughs> some good food. What did you do for New Year's? Stayed at home. You didn't. Did the you best. stay up till midnight? Yes, and that was yeah. a terrible idea because what? my daughter didn't stay up till midnight, and right? she doesn't care that we were up till midnight. So what so time she- did she wake up? She woke up at like 6.45 that day. Oof. And normally she wakes up like almost 8. She, she just wanted like, to, she wanted to be fun. <laughs> Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Like, it's the first. It's time. New year, new me. I'm waking up early now. Uh, yeah, we stayed home too. We went to go see those Christmas lights that you drive through in South Jordan. Oh, yeah. It was the last day. It was open. And I didn't think about going before Christmas. Which it was like really stupid to go after Christmas. It's like, ho, 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 Santa's coming. And Bentley and Brooks are like, Santa's coming again. And I'm like, no, fuck, no, no, Santa's not coming for like 362 days. Okay. Um, so we did that and then we went and got some ice cream and that was fun. But we watched the movie, what's it called? Um, Bullet Train with Brad Pitt on Netflix. I've never heard of it. That's what it just came out. It's like number three on Netflix. We watched that to stay awake till midnight. And it was the weirdest movie. Like it wasn't bad, 
but it wasn't good. It just like was the longest, like never ending storyline. But if you want something to watch to keep you awake, it'll do that. It'll do it. But, and I mean, anything with Brad Pitt is usually good. good. So, and there were some other really good actors in it too. So, but yeah, we stayed awake and our kids woke up bright eyed, bushy tailed. Is that the, is that the saying? Bright eyed and bushy tailed. Oh, that's what I say. I'm like, I don't know. Just like deer in the headlights, like yeah, ready to go. Ready to go. Um, but then we had Bentley's birthday. Yes. She turned four, unicorn everything. She says moonicorn instead of unicorn, <laughs> moonicorn. Um, that was super fun. It's crazy that I have a four-year-old. I can't even fathom that. I feel like she was born yesterday. And then the next day was my birthday. So I had my birthday on Tuesday and we did, I got a massage. I got, I got a massage, Ooh. but here's the problem. It's a, it was a maternity massage, even though I'm like barely pregnant. Okay. And I've never had a maternity massage before. And so I didn't know this, but when they flip you on your back, they like elevate you. And so I'm literally sitting up naked under a sheet <laughs> watching this woman rub me with oils. And I was like, this is so awesome. Like, I didn't even have anything to cover my eyes. Like, I'm just sitting up. Like, just picture yourself basically at the nail salon getting a pedicure and you're naked under a blanket. Like, it it was so awkward. And then she tried to talk to me. And I'm like, no, let's not chat. Let's not chat while you are like two inches away from my vagina rubbing my leg. Okay, Let, let's not talk. Um, so that was weird. And it was a two hour massage. So it was like an hour of me sitting up. It was it was strange. Don't recommend. I would have. They wouldn't I, even let you like on your side. No. And I told her, I was like, I get my lashes done and I lay flat for an hour and I'm fine. And she's like, I just I just want to be careful. And I'm like okay like if I would have known this I would have stayed on my stomach the entire time because yeah. I have this little like pillow that your that your belly so can good. lay in and so I was like if I would have known I would have been sitting up watching you rub me I would have just <laughs> stayed face down but yeah and then me and Caleb went to Ruth's Chris everyone's like why didn't you go to sushi and it's because you and me are going to sushi yeah. can't go twice a week I mean I can maybe I want to but I decided to hold back we went to Ruth's Chris, but before that, I went to Nordstrom because I've been using this sample of this cream that, if you know, you know, it's like a viral TikTok. Haley Bieber uses it. Everyone uses it. It's called Lamar or Lamare. It's the most expensive bottle of cream. To get a big bottle, like a really big one, guess how much? Well, I don't know how big, you're, how big is your bottle. My bottle is like that big. So Okay, like a thousand. $2,500. <gasps> I can't. Uh, I know. I know. And I would never buy this cream, but my husband was like, I, you should get something, pick something out. And when your husband tells you to pick something out, you never don't pick something out. <laughs> you say, okay, what's the most expensive thing in my eyesight? That, that's what I want. And the cream was $400, which is so crazy to me, but it's amazing. I'm sorry, you guys, I hate to tell you, but it is worth every penny. Well, your skin looks amazing. No, it so. is. It is incredible. It's incredible. Like go to the mall and just try to get samples. Just be like, hey, <laughs> I'm very interested in this product. Can I just get like a little sample? The samples are worth like 10 bucks. It's it's craziness. But if you've been interested, if you wanted to know if it was worth the hype, it is a thousand percent worth the hype, unfortunately. So I will be making sure that this bottle lasts me for six years. Because <laughs> it probably expires in 12 months, but it's fine. So that was my personal trash. Oh, and also, um, I don't know if this is personal trash or if this is just me asking for help. I need to hire an assistant. If you are listening and you know how to use cameras and YouTube, I need you to work for me because me and Caleb decided at my birthday dinner 
that we're idiots and <laughs> we are not going to be able to produce the kind of content I'm wanting to produce. We already have the equipment. I just need somebody to either teach me or do it for me, preferably do it for me. Um, so if you're interested, shoot me a DM or email me at theweeklytrash at gmail.com and I'll give you a kind of spiel of what exactly I need and what the pay is. But yeah, if you're interested, let me know. So that's personal trash. Are you ready for pop culture trash? Yes. Okay, first up is Damar Hamlin, the football player that collapsed on the field, is showing remarkable improvement. He is now awake, and he's been able to open his eyes, and he's responsive, and he's even gripping the hands of those close to him, which is such good news. He's 24 years old. Did you see the collapse? No, and I've like tried to avoid actually. I've read about it. Well, the family has asked people not to look it up because it's a little disturbing, but we were actually watching the game when it happened. It was Bentley's birthday, and we had been watching the Rose Bowl, and that came on right after. And it was so crazy to see because he gets, he, he tackled somebody. Mm -hmm. Like two grown men are going to each other full force, tackle each other. He gets up, like everything's fine, and then immediately collapse. And apparently, it, he went into cardiac arrest. They're doing CPR on the field, which is just terrifying. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine being on that field and watching that happen and just being like, oh my gosh, like two seconds ago, you were tackling somebody. Like, and yeah. we all are tackling people. Like, are we next? Like, this is terrifying. Cause it's not like it was a crazy hit, it was like a normal routine yeah. tackle. And, Goes into cardiac arrest. They're able to get his heartbeat back, but he wasn't breathing on his own. So they put him in a medical coma. And my husband was like watching the story like a hawk, like waiting to get news and news. And today is when they released that he has been able to open his eyes. So I don't, he's never going to play football again, but he's alive. It's terrifying. It's so terrifying. And the football community, especially the football wives, have come out just showing so much support and there's it's hard because people don't give football players and like professional athletes much wiggle room on complaining because they're making millions billions billions of dollars yeah but they've a lot of people have said you know we need real grass instead of turf so they can fall so when they fall it's not as hurtful Mm -hmm. you know just little things that really wouldn't be that big of an expense for the nfl to just change but they're not changing and nobody ever really takes these complaints seriously because they're like shut up you make so much money you're fine so i'm hoping this kind of like escalates the whole change of how to keep players safe because we don't want anyone dying it doesn't matter how much money you make when you're dead you're gone yeah so yeah but so glad he's awake Hopefully he's able to get to the hospital soon. He's still in critical condition, but he's awake. He's alive. Um, next up, did you follow the Idaho murder stuff? Not until you sent it to me. <laughs> Wait, had you even heard of it? So I've seen it on TikTok, but I I try to stay clear of stuff like that. Like I am out. I'll be the first to say I am not like well informed what's going you're on not in the a, world. You're not a crime junkie when it comes to this. No, isn't even I'm like a, really pop culture. No, I have so much anxiety. That it's, it's, a like, it's a lot. It's a lot. No, this whole murder thing was absolutely crazy. The The killer, Brian Christopher Cober, he's 28, a PhD student at Washington State University, was arrested on December 30th and charged with four counts of first-degree murder and felony burglary for the November 13th stabbing deaths of Ethan Chapin, 20, Madison Mogan, 21, Zana Curdnoodle, 20, 
and Kaylee gone calves 21. Um, so horrible what happened to them. Absolutely disturbing. Apparently he had been stalking them for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, he even went on Reddit threads and asked questions about how to kill people. The fact that that can even happen in America. Yeah anywhere is insane to me reddit needs to be shut down first of all there shouldn't be a place where you can anonymously say and do horrible things yeah it's just there's nothing good with reddit nothing um but the murder weapon was a knife they found it and he was arrested just outside of his parents um gated community in pennsylvania i believe yeah so he is he's in custody. They're transporting him back to Idaho. And he's he's going to jail forever. Yeah, I my husband just like after our facial my facial, they um he sent me a thing that they linked the DNA from the knife to him. So now it's like yeah, confirmed. It's confirmed. Like it's not yeah. just like they have enough to like arrest him. Yeah, like now he's, it's like he's being charged with like And Sarah, she sent me she was on the podcast, she sent me a TikTok that they were able to find him through genealogy because his um, DNA wasn't there was so much DNA and when it, they had such tiny amounts of his that they and also he wasn't in the system so when they put him through the system nothing came up I think it was his dad that they linked him to yes. right yes yeah. they had to go through multiple people build family trees to find him um, and it just shows that like I'm sorry TikTokers you're not smarter than the FBI like. <laughs> Like, let them do their job because everyone was like, it's taking too long. It's like they are having to find somebody who also was pr- was learning about how to be a killer, basically. Yeah, that's what I say. He's like, st- he, he was like getting his PhD. Yeah, like he in, was like, studying how to be a horrible person. And um, so another thing I saw with this is um, – because I literally just like went down the rabbit hole yeah. last night. I, yeah, well, <laughs> so. if you if you hadn't seen all of it and then I send you a whole fucking article, <laughs> then yeah. Um, is that – um. Like, so, so he had like a mentor, like through this criminology um, program who was like in communications and who has like a relationship with BTK, who was a serial killer in like, from like 1974 to 1991. Creepy. And like the daughter, so BTK's daughter came out saying that um, she believes like that he was in contact with, um, like, so like Brian was in contact with her dad. (gasps) Oh my god. Because gosh. it was like very similar. So it was like I think that BTK is like blind no bind torture kill. So he like wow. strangles and like awful like tortures and then kills Monsters. The yeah. Monsters. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. Wow. Well, I'm glad that they found him. I'm glad he's in custody and I hope he never gets out of jail. Can we also talk about the fact that he's twenty eight and he looks like he's forty? He looks like <laughs> Warren Jeffs or Jeff Warren. <laughs> The FLDS yeah. guy. That's who he looks. He looks creepy and old, <laughs> not 28 years old. I know. It's like, mm. yeah. Um, some lighter news. Tyler Cameron, age 29, and Kristen Cavalier, age 36, were seen in Nashville on New Year's Eve, snuggling, getting kissy kissy. And they actually, she did it. Do you know who these people are? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Kristen Cavalier, she did, she has a company, Uncommon James. It's like jewelry and Oh, stuff. yeah. They did the photo shoot. They did a photo shoot and they're like kissing in it. And she was like, no, we're just friends. Like, he's just a really great person. And now they're spending New Year's Eve together. And Tyler Cameron is Tyler Cameron is just he's just getting his dick wet. He's just anywhere I he can. Don't understand the hype around him. I used to be obsessed with him, but now I'm like, you are such a fuck boy. Like, <laughs> chill. 
like you don't want a real relationship. You just want whatever hot, popular girl is in your is in your realm. And you're yeah. like, I'm gonna go for that. And, and then I'm gonna like leave. Such a down, like she was with Jay Cutler, like an NFL. And he's so hot. I think he's so hot. And then she has three kids. So I'm like, and what Tyler's are you doing a with 29 year old fuckboy. <laughs> Yeah, I like don't we're know. We're going back to like Laguna Beach days. Speaking of Laguna Beach days in the hills and fuck boys, Brody Jenner is going to be a dad. Yes. With his girlfriend, Tia Blanco. She's I had a, to look her up. I didn't know who she was. She's a professional surfer. Oh. Yeah. And it's 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 happy news, happy for them. But his ex that he was with for like six years, Caitlin. Caitlin, yeah. They broke up because he didn't want what? kids. And now she's married and has a kid and she's pregnant with her second, I believe. So that was that always like rubs me the wrong way when men and women break up because they don't want to be pregnant. They don't want to have a family. And then they go and start a family and with someone else. else. Yeah. Like, just be honest and say you don't want to start a family with them. Don't say you don't want a family because obviously you do. You just don't want it with them. Yeah. You know, unless he just had some change of heart and was like, I want to be a dad. But he is such a fuck boy. Do you watch The Hills? Like, the- Oh, I did. Oh, like did. the new one. Oh, I don't watch the new one. Oh, okay. Still same, same same Brody. Same Brody hasn't changed? No. No. I I believe it. I absolutely believe it. Um Chloe Kardashian shows her Have you seen these photos of her with the yes. bangs? She gets the bangs. People actually thought it was Taylor Swift. Hey, I scrolled through that article and I didn't even know that was her. Wait, really? No. See, to me it didn't look that different. I don't know why. I think it was like one she was way more slender than I'm typically used to seeing her. Yes. And then the bangs. So I didn't even, like, it didn't even register, register that was that her. Registered that was Chloe. Well, I think she looked gorge. Um, I still am iffy about the Kardashians because the whole Balenciaga thing. We'll talk about Kim's interview where she doesn't even really mention it. Mention it. <laughs> um, but I I still just love Chloe. Chloe's like my girl, and it's so hard for me not to root for her. But I thought she looked stunning and people were coming at her saying she's used diet pills and she's used this drug that is circling the internet, Ozempic. It's like a diabetic drug. It's a shot. I know actually multiple people in my life that do it and they've lost tons of weight. No hate, no shame personally. If that's what you want to do, that's great. And the people who are hating on her, ironically enough, are probably the people that support people taking hormones to change their genders. Yeah. So like, who cares if somebody wants to lose weight and they're taking a pill? It's literally the same thing. Yeah. Just let people live their lives. Um, if their doctor's okay with it, who freaking cares? And But she's like, no, I didn't take those drugs. People are accusing me of this. Like, Why do people care? And that's, like, that's what, I'm like, if that's what makes you happy and that's what you're like... Is that harming you? And also, no. she's, it's not like she's promoting it. It's yeah. like she's out here like doing ads for Ozempic and anorexia. That's not what she's doing. But she said, let's not discredit my years of working out. Um, she's like, I guess New Year still means mean people. And it's true. Like people are always going to judge and be mean, which is so wrong. Do I think she took it? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I think hard work can only get you so far. And as somebody who works really hard and sees zero results, you bet your sweet ass I'm taking Ozempic when I'm done with this baby. Like, give me all the help, anything, because nothing works for me and I work out damn hard. So I do think there was obviously something that helped her. I also think her and Kim got their butt implants taken out because there's no way their butts and bodies went from freaking massive Massive. hips to now petite, tiny little things that can fit in a Marilyn Monroe dress. So, but she's clapping back. She's saying it's not true, but I, I think she did it. 
I think she took it. Yeah. And it's okay. What's the thing is, and I, I think the thing that drives me crazy about this is be honest about it because yeah. you're saying no and then you're giving you're, an unrealistic expectation exactly. of how to get that body. Exactly. Like it was just working out, eating healthy. Or even their butts. Yeah. And, and like, like that's not. And obviously, you know, there's probably some liposuction, some cool sculpting, some whatever, like their bodies aren't natural. And so do I care that they do this stuff? Absolutely not. But yeah, you're telling people you didn't. And so we're like, well, fuck, God just didn't love me and make me look like this. Like, why don't I look like you then? No, yeah. it's plastic surgery. It's Ozempic or whatever the drug's called. It's yeah. not natural. But she looks hot. So <laughs> good, for, good for her. Um, Kim goes on a podcast. The It's the Angie Martinez IRL podcast. She talks a lot about Kanye, which I just really didn't care to listen to because like we already know he is Kanye and she's just protecting her kids. The only part I really cared to hear about was the Balenciaga controversy. And this is what she said with the Balenciaga thing. Everyone was like, why aren't you speaking out? And I was like, wait, I'm not in this campaign. I don't know what is happening. Let me take a minute to research this. And as soon as I saw what everyone was seeing on the internet and the reality of the situation, I completely spoke out and gave my thoughts on child pornography. I completely denounced it, but because I didn't say, fuck you, Balenciaga, that's it. People got mad at that. So it's like, they're mad if I don't speak out. They're mad if I do speak out. And if I don't cancel, it's never... It's never been my place. The point of life is to make mistakes and grow and to involve and be better people. Obviously, there is absolutely no place for an ounce to even play with anything with children. Any sexual sexualization of children, there's not an ounce of that that should be in our brains and our society. I get that. I couldn't have been more clear. This is horrifying. This is disturbing. Um, This was... <laughs> okay. I, to this day... Don't understand why Kim hasn't come out and canceled Balenciaga. <laughs> I no, you're here. fine. Do you need some water? <coughs> drink some yeah, water. Sorry. Drink your water. Drink your Stanley. <laughs> That's why it's there. Keep yourself hydrated. We don't need you choking. Um, but I don't understand why she still isn't just like saying, "Yeah, Balenciaga, you fucked up." Yeah, she's keeping everything so like politically correct. Yeah, politically correct. Yeah, to where she's saying a lot but saying nothing at the same time. Yeah. Because this statement is also bullshit when you're saying, I spoke out. I made it very clear. No, you didn't. You said, I'm going to reevaluate my things with Balenciaga. Instead of saying, I don't, I denounce this. This is horrible. I'm not going to work with this company. But also, how are you saying you didn't know about it when they literally know about most things before it even hits the press? Oh, a thousand percent. So I'm like, you saying you didn't know about, like, you don't live under a rock, especially regarding things like this. Well, and... I'm sure they got tipped. I'm sure they knew it was going to come out. And the way that they have tried to combat the people coming at them for not speaking out has just been weird. Yeah. It's been, let's not talk about it. Let's silence and let's push out just stupid stories about us to hopefully drown out the Balenciaga noise. But it's not drowning it out. It's just making you look just wrong. Like yeah. you need to, you need to do more than just say, okay, I'm going to reevaluate things. This is so messed up. Like I saw a TikTok of a guy that was like, if you were dating somebody and you saw that they had a picture, a little picture of a naked child on their dresser or something that was exploiting a child, would you go, hmm, I'm going to reevaluate this relationship? Or would you say, you're fucking disgusting. I don't want to be with you anymore. Yeah. Like it's not that, it's not that hard. No. 
somewhat difficult. Come no, on, but Kim. I think that you've said this before, but like she is finally in the fashion world without Kanye, and yes. she's like gripping onto that. Yes. I mean, and she's even said that like on the show. Yeah, like this is her. I'm taken first- seriously now. Yeah. And like it was before, it was all Kanye. Kanye yeah. just her. Like now she has her own opinion and she's finally in it by herself. And so she's just gripping to like whatever she can have. But I'm like, without this, you have so much that's, already. That's the thing. Like, and that's why I them. said, I don't know who I was. Absolutely, I was like, is Kim secretly a pedophile? And like part of this like sick, disgusting child sex slave ring that I know exists in Hollywood because why else are you not denouncing this so publicly to the point where you are canceling Balenciaga? Yeah. And it's just, it's weird. And this interview really did nothing for me. I still don't follow her on Instagram. Still, I will not be a Kim supporter and a lover like I used to be until I see that this actually, like she actually gives a fuck. Yeah. Because this was just like, I'm going to say what people want me to say, but also say nothing at all but make it look like I just said something. Yeah. And I just wasn't here for it. So um, reality TV trash. I don't want to get too much into it because it was Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and it's actual trash. Yeah. Uh, Heather's black eye. What the fuck? And why can we not talk about it? And why is it so rumored? Like, why are we dancing around Heather, it? Like, I don't... Make sense. You're like telling everyone, I, I don't remember. I don't recall. And then she's like, I never said that. And she's like, I know exactly what happened. No, it's actually kind of psychotic what she's doing. Yeah. She needs to stop. She's cut it out. Like, what the fuck? And why is it that the only person with a brain or that's even talking about something that's actually relevant to the storyline is this new chick that came out of nowhere and is calling out Jen Shaw for being a fraudulent human being. And everyone's like, shush, 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 don't talk about that. Let's talk about black guys and friendship breaks and Lisa Barlow's SEC and things that literally don't matter. Yeah. Let's talk about the criminal who we all know now has pled guilty that and is how sitting is, at yeah. dinner with you talking about spending money on lavish parties and paying people back when your mom literally took out her retirement, your husband took out a second mortgage, you're broke as fuck, you have no money, why are you even throwing parties? I'm sorry, I hate Jen Shaw. I hate Jen Shaw. Hate her. Yeah. Hate her. It's, it's just, it's boring. It's There's no storyline. I couldn't, it's, it was almost like comical to watch. I'm like, okay, what other thing are they going to bring out of their ass to like make a good episode? But it's not a good episode because it's just nonsense. Yeah. They all look so stupid. So, except I can't say Lisa Barlow looks stupid because Lisa Barlow um, said she'll come on Weekly Trash. So like, Lisa, <laughs> I love you. You're a queen. But um, no, seriously, I don't understand. I do not understand where, where they're trying to take these stories. I don't get it. Heather, just tell us where you got the black eye. And the finale is next week. Which is... So how... Wh- like, And we have nothing. Like, we got nothing this wh- season. What's the end? What's the end goal here? And also, like, Meredith, who hated Jen Shaw and now is, like, like team Jen Shaw. Like, the whole thing. I'm like, you guys are all so fucking dumb. Like, what is going on? What is going on? Yeah. I'm over it. They've lost me. And Demois, which if you follow Demois, I was telling you, it's, like, the real-life gossip girl. She posted an email. A couple of you had sent it to me. And somebody had told her that they think Real Housewives is going to take, like, a break, like a hiatus of Salt Lake City because it is just – they're just gripping at their teeth whatever yeah. they can get. And it's just bad television. But the only person that like has a solidified spot is Lisa Barlow. And then they're trying to work around her. So as long as Lisa's got a job, <laughs> we're okay. But it's it's bad. They they need to either recast or get rid of it, honestly. Right. Yeah. But it sucks because I feel like they could have had a really, really good Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah, no, they 
Because yeah. do you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or anything? It's my favorite. Exactly. Like <laughs> the storylines are actually like good and real and each individual character, even though they're not characters, they're like but people, yeah, but they are but on te- yeah. television. They have a good storyline. Like I'm interested in their lives and it's not like a revolving door of like changing storylines that don't make sense. But I wonder if it's because we live here as well, because I've heard that like some people love Salt Lake, but people but, that don't live here that don't know. It's so interesting. Like oh, all I'm these so, things. And I'm like, really? Okay. Fest. That's interesting. Cause everyone I talk to thinks this season is just a joke. So it's just like po- other podcasts that I listen to. Like I'm, reality podcasts. I'm curious. I want to know if you don't live in Utah, are you into this season? Cause I just can't, I can, I think if you don't know the Mormon culture, it probably is. Well, yeah. And that's the other thing. But, and that's, that's, but that's all like Whitney, the whole story. That's all is. Whitney talks about yeah. that. And then she gets drunk and starts like fights and I, I again every episode it was a different stupid fight that made no sense and did not matter yeah the only thing that matters is that Jen Shaw literally ripped off millions of old elderly people and is a piece of shit and nobody's talking about it and I'm guaranteed that she's the one that punched Heather in the face and Heather is so far up Jen Shaw's ass that she won't say anything yeah it's the weirdest thing it's weird and Heather used to be one of my favorites I know agreed so what's happening yeah I I don't know. know it's weird all right, are you time? Are you time? Are you time? Are you ready for trash topic can? Because we got a sushi oh, yeah. reservation coming up, baby. All right, here we go. Choose wisely. The options are limitless. Okay. What is it? Okay, your face. <laughs> Craziest rumor you've heard about yourself. Oh, I'm sure you've had several since you've had a oh divorce. Gosh. And I'm... not even, it's before all of that. Really? Yeah. Um, okay, so I had, so I, a little bit of backstory. So um, before I, so one of my old jobs after I moved home, um, home from college, I worked at a leasing company and I had relocated to Arizona. Okay. For temporary. It was supposed okay. to be permanent. Only lasted a couple months. Um, but I had um, two roommates here and I was moving, so I put like an ad out on like KSL or something, and some random girl took over my portion, and apparently she was nuts, and one of my roommates who was like a good friend at the time was very mad about this. So I moved back from Arizona, and we all worked at the same place, but I worked in a different building, and she freaking told people to not be my friend because I had HIV. One. Wait, what? (laughs) A couple of things. One. I don't have HIV. Two, why, why is that the thing yeah. that you're pulling out? Why yeah. can people not be my friend? It's not like they I just can't have you, sex with like, you. Like. <laughs> but also three, because at this time I had like slept with a couple of people at work. Like had I had HIV and I knew it and I didn't tell people. That's like, so it's fucked cr- up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's actually a crime. I, it should be if it's not. And hey, wait, so, that is so fucked up. <laughs> so that's why I saw this and I was like, I know exactly what it is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know where she pulled that out. Like why that's that crazy. was the thing to be like, don't. so like literally people were like, oh, we were told not to be your friend. And I'm like, okay, well, y'all are dumb because that's not how you get HIV. Uh, yeah. Also like the men, were, were they shitting themselves? The ones that no. did they text you and be like, no, Ashley. No, because they didn't have it. And they were, yeah. and then like one of them was someone I had dated and he's like, no, that's stupid. Like, why would anybody believe that? Wow. And I was like, well, yeah, but people are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's cr- Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like sitting here trying to think. I don't think I know a single rumor that someone has said about me. I'm sure there are several. Like I can make some up. Like <laughs> I'm sure people have said that like 
the I think the one that always people love to start is ones about people's marriages. They like to be like, oh, they they're cheating or they're they're not happy or whatever, which is like so annoying. Like you don't know anyone's marriage, even yeah. from like I've noticed the people that post the most about their marriage are usually the ones that have the most secrets. So yeah, I'm sure there's been a rumor about my marriage at some point, but like we're good. Um, I'm trying to think. I did get called a lesbian in second grade um, and I'm very much straight. That was a rumor that went around in second grade. And I remember my teacher had to pull me and the girl aside. Addison, if you're listening, you're the one who started that rumor. Um, and she didn't even know what that word meant. She just heard it one time and thought it was like an insult. And so she told people I was a lesbian. Um, and my teacher had to explain to us that you can't, you can't do that. So, and I'm pretty sure our teacher was a lesbian. So that was... That was a little awkward for her, but I really can't think of a single, single rumor. So if anybody well, has, a, good. I mean, is it though, or are people just so shady? They're not telling me because if I hear a rumor about my friend, I a thousand percent go and tell my friend. I'm like, Hey bitch, guess what? This is what they're saying about you. Do we need to fuck them up? Like, what should we do? <laughs> like, I'm that friend. I'm not going to be like, Ooh, I'm not going to tell her cause it hurt her feelings. Like, no, if people are spreading lies about my friends, I want to clear it up and make sure they know. So if you're my friend and you're hearing rumors about me, shut them down. <laughs> shut them down, okay? And tell me about it so I can fuck shit up, okay? <laughs> awesome. Well, that was Weekly Trash. Do you feel good? Yeah. Did you take your trash out? I did. Um, a lighter. Was it as scary as you thought it was going to be? No. It's pretty chill, huh? Yeah. It's just like talking. It's chatting. It's girl chat. I am so happy that you were the one that won the giveaway because I've had so much fun. I cannot wait to go to dinner and talk some more. And this couldn't have been more perfect. This story, I mean, literally my last two guests, Paige, Layla, they both got pregnant when they were dating. Like, <laughs> this is a theme that we're rolling off of. So who's the next one? <laughs> yeah, next week. No, next week does not have that story. Next week is a little different. I love her. She's, I'm going to give one hint. She's a foodie. That's all I'm going to say. She's a foodie. She loves food. She knows good food. Oh, I think I know who it is. Um, so I'm excited for her to come on. But I have exciting news. There's going to be a giveaway. It's my 27th birthday giveaway 27 people are going to win this giveaway. Today we went to True Med Spa. You got your facial. Yes. You can attest. It's amazing. It's wonderful. Everyone Luxurious. needs one. It's the best. It's in, it's located in Draper. And I will be posting a reel on Instagram of our day, the whole shenanigans. And the first 27 people to comment on the reel will get a $25 gift card to the True Med Spa. So I will be posting the reel tomorrow morning. I'll do like a, maybe I'll do a countdown. I don't know. And first 27 people will get a gift card. And I want to thank True Med Spa for donating those. That was so kind of them. They're the best. Uh, love them so much. They truly are such good people. So, and I love supporting good businesses that have good owners and just like solid people, you know? So first 27 people, you get a little present and that's trash. Are you ready to go eat some sushi? So ready. Okay, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. And don't forget to take out your trash. Bye.